You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. I know uh, Dustin Hoffman's in it, and Kevin Spacey, and Rene Russo. Uh, I didn't know that. Uh, I didn't know Morgan Freeman was in it. He doesn't play the president. No, I don't think he plays the president. <laughs> I hear you got the illness from the monkeys, <laughs> like Davy Jones. <laughs> hey, hey, we're the okay. Fuck it. Oh, you that know, monkeys. Those monkeys. I was like his locker. God I don't understand damn what it. I mean. This is the editing bay on the Next Wave Radio Network. My name's Joe. I'm Joel, and this is where we come to talk about movies. Uh, sometimes. Uh, they're really, really horrible movies, but sometimes they're undiscovered, underappreciated gems of the cinematic world, and uh, whatever the case may be, we will watch them and then come here to this forum and talk about it with you, our lovely listeners, and sometimes we have guests, and that is the case for today. Uh, we are welcoming from the most valuable podcast here on the Next Wave Radio Network, Danny. Danny, how are you, sir? What's up, guys? I don't know if you want me to give like your full name. So no, I was you, like, I'll just Whatever name you want. You Danny can, the you know, Saint. Fake, fake name if you want. <laughs> Big uh, fan. Thanks for having me. Well, no, thanks for coming in. Um, thanks for having me on MVP like every <laughs> once in a while where we talk about wrestling. We have our fantasy fed where Danny and I kind of owned this past week. We really oh, did. Really. But, but Danny got like, by one point. <laughs> one point. I was so cocky, too. And then when I saw you were right behind me, I was like, I don't even care now. Like, I thought I ran away with it. <laughs> Uh, this is really fun, though. So if you ever have a chance, if you're into like sports and wrestling and stuff, uh, you could check out the Most Valuable Podcast MVP, where Danny and uh, Matt they talk about all that stuff. And you know, sometimes I get to join them. Yep. So you missed me screaming yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah. Were you doing a breakdown on? Uh, I was yelling <laughs> about Elimination Chamber. No, I was I was yelling about Raw. Oh, really? Yeah, John Cena's terrible promo. I can't remember. Oh, the oh, the one with the kid with the, the one. Sign if he didn't have the cancer kid, the fans would have continued hating him. Yeah, I gotta tell. I gotta admit, like that one kind of brought a little bit of a tear to my eye. I though. enjoyed that part, but uh-huh. then everything else I hated. The, yeah, the rest of it was pretty bad. I, what? Okay, we we didn't get to talk about this on the podcast. So just a really quick breakdown: Elimination Chamber. Did you guys touch on like uh, the, that horrible tag? elimination match we we touched on the tag and then we just went off on the intercontinental one. Oh my god that was it's just rough it was yeah. a rough pay-per-view it was a train man. Wreck, man it was so bad uh but yeah you'll get the complete breakdown if you listen to mvp right here on the next wave radio network we're gonna be talking a little bit of wrestling tonight right joel uh yeah that's what i'm that's what i'm told <laughs> had you had you seen this movie oh god no <laughs> no <laughs> no i gotta come right out right now everything you just said in the last 90 seconds is totally fucking greek to me <laughs> while we were talking joel was like checking his emails yeah. he was blowing his Picking nose, my nose. Was brushing his teeth <laughs> <laughs> and we came back and I, I knew he wasn't paying attention that's why i called him out I you was know listening what? They ju- just the words mean nothing to me i completely <laughs> fucked up already because i was gonna why? call you dalton for this podcast well, see i don't even get that joke I don't know because what that means. it's on your coke. Oh, oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they did this. And again, like they picked the most uncommon names to print on these Coke Zero bottles. Yes. There's, there's no Joel. No, the, uh... there's, there's no Joel. It's, it's tough. You know, honestly, it's tough for me to find a Joe one. I have, but uh, it's a popular name. You just came up. You came up and you had it down on the table. You were unscrewing. I'm like, okay, Dalton. I can probably pass like, for a Dalton. You it's do. A, it's a very really white bread name. It should work as a bouncer at the Roadhouse. I'm thinking more like he's the guy at the bookstore, or maybe just that's B. Dalton. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's B. why I'm making yeah, that connection. B. Dalton bookseller. <laughs> he's also Roachman. That's right. Yes, you're Roachman. Mm. Uh, okay, so you hadn't seen this movie before. This was WWF's at the time. WWF. That's right. This was their like I think their first foray into trying to like 
get into like the movie market, try to produce their own films. Absolutely. I hadn't even I, I had heard of it though when I was a kid. I had some friends who were wrestling fans and uh-huh. we'd get the pay per view when it was WrestleMania. Um so so that was the extent of my wrestling knowledge. It happened yeah. like once a year. It was like Christmas. Uh-huh. Um except, you know, sweatier. <laughs> and <laughs> sweaty Christmas. <laughs> and um so it was on my radar. I had heard of it, never saw it, but I remember a couple, I guess it was maybe a year or so ago when Netflix finally added it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I was like, motherfucker, this is going on the list. That was this when, will be seen by these eyes. That was when Netflix added like all these WWE films, like oh, yeah. the documentaries and the produced movies that they had put together up to that point. And yeah, No Holds Barred was one of them. Uh, the thing that I found interesting about No Holds Barred, I never saw it in the theater. Mm. Even though my father took me to like wrestling shows, he wouldn't. He didn't take me to the theater to see this. I can't even remember if it really had a long run in the theater or not. Eh. But what I do remember, and I don't know if you remember this, Danny, there was a pay-per-view event, which was No Holds Barred, the movie, and then the match. I do not remember that. You don't? At okay. All. No. So it was like you bought it on pay-per-view, you, go, you watched the movie, and then right after the movie was done, it was a tag cage match. Between uh, Hogan and Brutus the Barber Beefcake and Zeus and Macho Man yeah, Randy Savage. I remember Zeus actually wrestling, but like <laughs> yeah. I don't remember what and when. I just remember like, oh, that, that guy's a movie character. <laughs> <Right>. Yes. <laughs> and that's, I think, what made it hard because back in the day, that was like when they, they weren't as open about like wrestling being predetermined. Yeah. Is that when you found out that Santa Claus didn't really exist? It, it was one of the things that kind of pulled the curtain mm-hmm. back on me because I sat there thinking like, okay... Hulk Hogan's playing this character, but he's supposedly in the WWF, but he, and he fought this guy Zeus, but then in real life, he was fighting this guy as well, and I'm like, okay, well, wha- what's going on here? I Why don't he fighting the guy from Friday? <laughs> right, Tiny Lister. Tiny. Uh, Joel, what did you think about this film? Um, oh, God. <laughs> I... <laughs> I'm, 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 Did you have thoughts about this? I'm going to have to tread lightly here, knowing that you guys are both wrestling fans. I just I don't know because I'm not treading lightly. I'm, uh, I'm okay, hey, that's fine. Well, I just found out seconds ago you actually are a wrestler, <laughs> and so uh, I'm going to be very nice to you and, and bat my eyes. But um, Joe, this may be how many how many how many episodes we've done now? We, uh, I know our feed is over a hundred. They've actually did you notice they've cut off our feed? What? We can only have like I guess a hundred episodes Bullshit. in our feed. So if you're trying to listen to our old episodes, like when Joel and I did our Star Wars retrospective, no way. you have to actually go to nextwaveradio.com or oh. go to or go to the editingbay.com. Oh well, I'll and, have and to get our archives there. Make sure our up- archives are up to date. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so but a couple years. No, a couple years. It, we've been doing this a couple We're years. Coming up on and a couple we years. Are, I think we we've, we've hit that hundred mark. Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, this may be the worst film. <laughs> I personally, my opinion, that Wait, I've ever worse seen. Worse than Elves? Yes. Yes. <laughs> worse than Elves, worse wow. than Birdemic, because even those movies were successful in in one or two ways or, <laughs> or entertaining to watch. I was fucking bored out of my ass, man. <laughs> this movie is horrible. It's not it's it's nothing that you like about the movies. No, it's nothing that you like about the movies and it's nothing you like about professional or wrestling. wrestling. <laughs> yeah. It's the opposite of a Reese's peanut butter cup. <laughs> what? You know how yeah, that's two would great tastes pe- that taste Would it be great peanut together? butter on the outside with chocolate inside? <laughs> that's exactly what it is. I think I'd still dig that. It does sound I delicious. Try that. <laughs> I need to pitch that. <laughs> Reverses. Re- Reese- Reese's reverse. Ooh, I, what ooh, would we name that? I don't know. It doesn't matter. They're a client. We're talking about movies, not candy. Pitching that. I, I have more to say about oh, candy, probably. <laughs> Talk about it on the candy podcast. So, no. <laughs> so, so are you saying, Joel, that yes. you didn't buy this story about Rip? Uh, Rip Torn? <laughs> Rip Torn. Did they ever say his last name in this yeah, movie? It's yeah, like, Thomas. Rip Thomas. There you go. Yeah, okay. something like that. Rip Thomas. You didn't believe the, the hardships of Rip Thomas? 
Did he have any hardships? It seems like he's having pussy and money just thrown at him. Just I don't know what kind thrown, of a hard life thrown <laughs> at him. He's having it for this point. no reason at all. I know Hulk Hogan. This Rip character is a dick. Not so uh, at, charismatic. Either. In, at one point in this movie, he's like in this boardroom meeting. Apparently, oh he's God. got a whole team of publicists that work with him. And there's this. Okay, every part of this movie, every scene in this movie, yeah. opens with an establishing shot with a VO. With some kind of dubbed VO that leads you into it. Every scene, I am not exaggerating mm-hmm. at all. And in one of these scenes, we open up on, like, I guess the the building where Rip does his business. Mm-hmm. And some guy saying, we really think that Sam's going to be great for your image. Right. Rip, here's Sam. And then, like, he turns around. <laughs> and that's when we've, like, we come into the scene and he turns around. And he's like, oh, Samantha. Oh. Mm. Thought she was and a dude. The whole time she's trying to give her pitch, he's like eye raping oh her. Oh my god. Yeah. That yeah. was the exact phrase I wrote down. He is totally just like I wrote down so Rip is a creep. <laughs> yes. yes. And so he's like eye raping her and like giving her shit. She's trying to be like legitimate businesswoman and you know, and she should be. She should be respected for what it is that she's trying to do. Yeah. And like he's nothing but a dick to her. And she's like, Well, maybe we should talk about it later over dinner. I'll pick you up at eight. Like, yeah. like this, want him a date with this I was going to say, if you're trying to curtail his advances, inviting him to off, offline to have this conversation is not the way to do it. No. And I think that's a horrible message to send your viewers yeah. of this movie that like, oh, I could just, <laughs> that, I could, they're doing business and like Hulk Hogan stands up and he's like, I just don't want to talk about this right now. Like this. Well, that's why he, you're here. We've called this meeting <laughs> right, for this very just reason. For you. Rip is in, for, for all intents and purposes, Rip is Billy Madison. <laughs> he yeah, do, he doesn't want to do any work. He just wants to roll around and and check out chicks and bang just on the drum all day. Do his own thing. It's nudie magazine day. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he gets a date out of it. I get the feeling that the makers of Ron Burgundy, like they saw this movie and that was the inspiration for writing the script. Like, oh. <laughs> they based Ron Burgundy off of Rip, <laughs> off of Rip, and then that you know she's the uh, the female empowerment character and they're keeping her down. Yes. Uh, Veronica Corningstone. That's right. There you go. Very good. Uh, all right. So just a, a quick summary of what this movie is about. Yeah, it'll be brief. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you put that in your brief? <laughs> uh, I can't. Every time I try to do Hulk Hogan, it just sounds like Sylvester Stallone. I was going to go Vin Diesel. That Vin was very. Diesel. That was grudish. How about we go for a run? <laughs> Family. <laughs> me Family. F- me familia. <laughs> uh, all right. So, okay. Before I go into the summary, Joel, Oof. does Hulk Hogan not kind of resemble Jason Cox. Oh my god. <laughs> like if He's we got took, the crazy eyes. If we took Jason Cox and put like a blonde mustache on him. Yeah, I think so. And like, and like gave him kind of the, the do-rag and the long hair. Mm-hmm. I think he kind of looks like Hulk Hogan. If they ever made like a remake of Twins, <laughs> it would be Hulk Hogan, <laughs> it would be Hulk Hogan and Jason Hogan and Jason Cox. Cox. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry Jason if you're listening. Uh, I've been trying to pitch a remake of Twins forever now. Actually, <laughs> you're joking, but I think they are making a remake of <laughs> they Twins. They cannot make that I actually think I remember hearing about that. Oh, yep. no. Jeff's going to look it up. I can tell right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. All right, so quick summary of this film. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got Rip, who's like the biggest thing in sports entertainment. He's the biggest thing on TV. He's so huge, in fact, that like a rival broadcasting company watches his matches, and then like they, they get pissed off when he wins. Because apparently that's hurting their ratings, not if you lose. Like, I figure a match in general is going to hurt your ratings. Yeah. But they are dead last in the ratings. And Kurt Fuller is the dude that's, like, the head of this. He's Mr. Brell. He's the head of this of this broadcasting company. And he wants to turn things around. And in order to do that, he needs Rip. But, like, he has Rip come in for a meeting. 
Rip says, no, keep your money. I can't be bought. Mm -hmm. Because just like Hulk Hogan against the million dollar man who says everybody's got a price, Hogan's like, fuck that. And that's kind of what happens in this. But Danny knows what I'm talking about. (laughs) Uh, He says, fuck that. And that's what kind of kicks off this whole like Rube Goldberg device of a movie because there's no reason any of this stuff really kind of makes sense or flows into each other like comfortably but they've somehow made a movie out of it. (laughs) You said a quick summary. I was like, quick summary of the plot. I'm like, is there a plot to this movie? (laughs) It's a good point. There's there's the smallest plot. It's it's paper thin. The thing is, it's littered with horrible little B-plots that are like, and we've talked about this, Joel, that like horrible movies, they have B-plots that are just in a scene and they rectify it within the scene yes. and it doesn't just it doesn't go through. There's, there is no through line in this movie. No. We, we establish and solve the conflict within the first 10 minutes of the movie. Rip, we want you to join our company. No. Th- Damn it. I know. <laughs> like, that's the initial conflict. That's the thing, too. There's, and it's really not until like his brother gets beat up later that he really has anything to fight for. Other Mark than Pellegrino. Pride. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea. From Lost. The, yeah, he's the man in white. <laughs> or is he the man in black? He's Jacob. He's the man in white. Isn't yeah. he Jacob? Yeah, he's Jacob. He's in Lost. He's in Supernatural. He plays mm-hmm. Satan. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. <laughs> I didn't even realize that until we watched it again. With like a horrible like 80s uh, comb over. Like a surfer hairdo. It, it really it, does. It, it all, he's blow drying. In all fairness, it was the 80s. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, so they end up, like you said, they get a hold of, uh, of Rip's brother and injure him and then end up convincing Rip to... Yeah be in a match against but that, Zeus. That's the only time he has anything to fight for, any motivation, except for, oh, this guy's challenging you, and you don't want to look like a pussy and back down from the challenge, right? <laughs> they, and they even, have, they even have a scene where like Hogan's yeah. sitting there with his trainer, and he's like, all those kids are going to think I look like a <laughs> pussy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't think he says the P word. No, yeah, yeah. I don't think It's a PG-13 does. movie. Uh, Danny, what did you think about this? Uh, it is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> this is from a wrestling fan yes. as well. If I had nothing to do with wrestling, I would probably think this is even worse than it is. Uh, That's refreshing to hear. I thought I, I was searching for a plot the whole time, even though I've already seen it twice before watching it last night. Oh, really? Yeah, it gets worse every time. Did you see it in theaters? No, well, my friend had it on VHS, and then when it came out on DVD, however many, like three or four years ago, I watched it. Did like g- one of my friends bought it. Didn't get the pay-per-view matchup no. with, with a WrestleMania? No. I, I had read somewhere that they did that because they couldn't sell it. Any other way? Oh, really? <laughs> like it was kind of a financial failure. Oh, Although, I believe it. Eight million dollar budget, sixteen million box office, so doubled their budget. It's but I don't bad. think it was. It wasn't Vince McMahon money. It wasn't the money <laughs> he was he was hoping for. It's it's almost like this movie was made for things like this podcast and like mystery science theater, <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> well, I had read that. Uh, so speaking of Vince McMahon, uh, despicable human being, right? Or is he uh, a good guy? On TV, yes. Uh, I think he's actually a pretty good guy. Is, is he life. a good Okay, yeah, I have I no idea. I guess I just know his TV persona, but he just seems like such a buffoon in everything I've seen him in. Yeah. And maybe it's a character, and that's fine. Um, I don't know. I feel like I don't know. I don't I think feel you like get he to where he is by being a buffoon. I, well, you know, I, I think he's that kind you, of done you've, that, you've, kind, you've kind of touched yeah. on that a little bit. Like, I don't know if you remember, Danny, the uh, when he was bringing Stephanie back in and doing like some major storylines yeah. and the pregnancy angle. Remember? Yeah, the fake pregnancy. The angle. fake pregnancy, yeah, and they were oh, going really? to they were going to tease that maybe it was his baby. <laughs> <laughs> what? Right? See, <laughs> and that's what his daughter said. His daughter was like, "No, we're not doing that." Yeah, like lines. he he as while he is probably a good guy in real life, he's also a psychopath, and he comes up with the weirdest thing okay. with the weirdest ideas. Like I remember when the uh, the Mark Wahlberg Planet of the, Planet of the Apes came out, uh-huh. and they were they were promoting together WWE and that that studio or whatever, and they had. 
they had guys in ape costumes because Vince loves apes. For, uh, for, apparently, <laughs> that doesn't surprise yeah. me. Yeah, like, Vince loves movie. apes. We have to do something with these apes. And, oh Jer- and so he did something with Jericho. Is he's just like, I'm just doing what I'm told. Oh my! I don't know God. what to do. It somehow ended up with Stephanie getting a pie in her face. Oh, so with, ape, with apes being present. That's brilliant. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Did they call this character Rip because Hulk Hogan's thing at the time was that he ripped his shirt off? Uh, I, think I would assume. Yeah. Because yeah, that's it's, it. The first time we see him, they're bringing him into the ring, and that's what he does. He does his signature rip the, the T-shirt off. He rips the T-shirt. And, what's and his is name? he a surfer? Because Rip Thomas keeps, sounds like a surfer name. And he, he keeps, keeps doing like the, the rip his rip I don't know symbol. what his hand is doing. I don't know. But when I met him and I took a picture with him, I did the rips. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. I totally did the like, rip. Don't do that, bro. You know, I don't know if there's, <laughs> I don't know if there's any left, but on in the clearance section of WWE shop, they have rip them t-shirts. Holy nice. shit. Yes. Yeah, got to have to look that up. Gotta but yeah, so, so I guess there was an original screenwriter for this movie, believe that or not. <laughs> uh, and, and according to Wikipedia, uh, Hulk Hogan and Vince McMahon didn't like the script. So they got a hotel room, and in 72 hours, they completely like, what? started from wow. scratch and rewrote wow. it until it was, quote-unquote, up to their standards. I'm trying to imagine what that was like <laughs> for like for Vince McMahon and Hulk Hogan to be in like a, a hotel room I think, writing up a script. I think 60 of those 72 hours were involved, uh, yeah, coke and hookers. All right, so I'm in the hotel room <laughs> with her. And do you think they reenacted like as they were writing it? Do you think they acted out the part where Hulk Hogan and Joan Severance were in the Probably, hotel room? Yeah. <laughs> where they put the, hang a sheet they between hung the a bed, sheet. and they was like, "You know what? This is actually pretty funny. Let's put it in the script." Yeah. And Vince McMahon that sitting sounds there like how a lot of WWE stories happen. Like someone comes up with this great idea, and Vince says no, and then he comes up with something incredibly ridiculous. <laughs> there are several scenes. It's funny you say that. That play out like. Some of the the preamble you see in in some of the WWE matches, uh-huh. um, you alluded earlier to the the scene where you know, the other the rival network is offering him a ton of money. Here's the check, blank check, write whatever you want on it. Yeah, and the you jockass. Yeah, that's his, his is that a calls. is that a thing? I don't know. Jockass. I think they it wanted is it to for be this a movie. Thing. <laughs> uh, but they uh, so he hands him the, the the check and Hulk Hogan. For what seems like five minutes, the pacing in this movie is is glacial. <laughs> there's there's mention. there's no pacing. But he does that thing where he, he's holding the check, and you there's supposed to be some sort of internal struggle that uh-huh. you're getting. Yeah, uh, where he's like, "Do I take the check? Do I not?" And it goes on forever. And then finally, I don't know what he's doing. There's he, the like, laugh. They do the laugh. <laughs> yeah, they start laughing. <laughs> 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 and then Rip grabs him, shoves the check in his mouth. I won't be here when this clears. Is That's he exactly. is he referring to like when Kurt Fuller shits the checkout? Oh, is, is that what he means? <laughs> Double entendre. I didn't. <laughs> I wasn't making that connection. You. <laughs> That's actually kind of a clever line, then. It, yeah. it is a clever line. If, if that's what he means. Probably not. I don't think <laughs> I so, I doubt though. it. But I've, I've seen that kind of scene play out like in the ring several times before, where the audience is, no, no, don't do it. You know, you can almost hear the audience Oh, yeah, the yeah. Background. No, don't. Yeah. Don't rip. If he was so concerned about Rip breaking the chair, like, okay, was he concerned about Rip breaking the chair, or was that a setup? Like, did he want him to break it to embarrass him? Hmm. Because there's this whole tension about like, it, it's Louis the Fourteenth. Right. Don't. Uh, oh God, there's a creek, and then like nothing happens. <laughs> yeah. And nothing. They pay it off like, forty minutes later in <laughs> yes. the hotel room when he breaks a bed. I mean, like of all the things you're setting up for later in the movie, break br- that breaking the the chair. I I just I, 
He's a huge wrestler guy. <laughs> you don't have like just a, sto- a soft like plush chair, like an office chair that you could sit him down in. Right. Yeah. You have these ornate Some Corinthian leather. All these these ornate chairs and decorations. Is that maybe? Could that maybe be part of the reason why this this television company is last in the ratings? <laughs> they're spending their money on Louis the Fourteenth furniture. <laughs> yes. Well, not only spending their money on that, but their big idea to get ratings is to put on a fighting show <laughs> in the diviest bar right. in town. Also, it's like, th- does this network not have any other programming? Like, they're, are they just 24-7 wrestling? Because Well, they're 24-7 nothing. I, I guess so. They That's just... why they're last in the ratings. <laughs> Apparently, they don't have any shows. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even RoboCop gave us, like, shows and commercials. Right? I know. Or UHF, at least, had an entire <laughs> right. fucking lineup. This movie is like, we we need something to compete with a wrestling show. How about some counter-programming? Yeah. How about you put on, like, a soap opera? Do you what? have any news? Yeah. 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 So, How about that? 24-hour news show. Some kind of news. You know, th- they're in the meeting, and the woman's like, well, I've just hired I've hired a writer to put together a high-concept uh, sitcom. Right. And he's like, take a leak. <laughs> and it's like, well, wait. You're out. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> she might have something. Already, it sounds better than your idea. <laughs> so... Uh, what I want to know in this movie, and they don't give us, they mm. don't develop anybody. I want to know what Kurt Fuller did, what Mr. Brell did before he was uh, an executive at a television company. How did he get to this How level? How did he get this job? Yeah. Who was the guy that fucked up so bad right. that Promoted Kurt him. Fuller had to come in and fix things? Yeah, because he doesn't really seem to have any ideas of his own. No. And seeing his character, what he does throughout the movie, you're just like, Really? How did you get this job? <laughs> yes. You're slapping women. Yes. Oh my god! Yes. Sla- not only so did he much s- violence to he women. Sla- he slaps Joan Severance and then like hires a guy to rape her. Yes. Right? Isn't yeah. that what's happening in that gar- in the garage? I can only imagine. Yes. I think my favorite part of that scene was Hulk Hogan like stopped the guy and then chased him, not not to even bother <laughs> checking on her. He had to go. He had to go chase that guy on the motorcycle while laughing really loud. Yeah. And he's Does- like, okay, now I got to get serious and go check on her. And he's see like, if she's you okay. in the tree. <laughs> you know, it doesn't even really bring that guy to justice like he uh, i thought he was gonna run him over for a second but really just kind of bangs him up against a tree and then leaves him there the guy's fully conscious is like, that guy the same you guy call the cops is he the same dude that was the limo driver was he the dookie limo driver no because that guy got his comeuppance already early on right? no but i thought that guy was maybe he wasn't supposed to be the same person some other but i think it was the same actor really Could've playing been. both parts i wasn't paying attention enough to notice that uh, did you guys did you did you were you paying attention enough to get hulk hogan's line after he took out that guy and he came back to Joan Severance. Uh-uh. And he like cradles her. And he's like, oh my God, are you okay? God, I hate it when you're hurt or scared, <laughs> you know? <laughs> like that's that's him being emotional. God, I hate it when you're hurt uh. or scared, you know? And <laughs> her response you know. is, I know. And like they fade to black. That's the fucking line that they punctuate this scene on. You know what this movie should have done? They shouldn't have made Hulk... <laughs> this movie should have well, fucking wrapped there you go. after the first date. <laughs> that's that's what this movie should have done. Well, that's done. the problem. Like, they made him the star. And when you have somebody who who is a star, but not for acting, for doing what he does, don't make him act. No. Do what he does. Cast somebody else as the main character. Do, like, uh, the, the wizard with uh, uh, Fred Savage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like, he wasn't the guy with the... the I was gonna say the powers, the powers. But he was—he he wasn't games. the kid that played yeah. the video games, but he was he, our conduit, and he drove the story along, and he could fucking act. So yeah. get get give Hulk Hogan a sidekick who can do the heavy lifting, uh-huh. and then Hulk Hogan's just there to beat people up. Yeah, or just basically suppress his desire to fuck Zeus, <laughs> which is what I think. If you really <laughs> look so at the much subtext, if you look at the subtext of this movie, I feel like it's the story of a man struggled to not <laughs> fuck a bigger, blacker man. I want to edit together. <laughs> 
a, like a super cut on YouTube of just the shots of them looking at each other and <laughs> yes. breathing heavily, like into each other's eyes. I wouldn't be surprised if that already exists. It, it, it may <laughs> actually, but it's so uncomfortable. And then they're like shirtless yeah. and just like inches just away sweaty. from each other. <sighs> Sarah, we were watching this. Sarah and I were watching this, and at one point, she's like. Is he supposed to play like a development developmentally disabled man? <laughs> and I was I started laughing. She's like, No, I'm serious. Is he supposed to be disabled? Because it's like he can't form words and like like and it was the scene where he's fighting all the guys in the part in that garage and there's the limo driver and he grabs the limo driver and he's like rah, 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 What's that smell? And she, she was like, why can't he form words? Like what's wrong with it's him? It's a prequel to Goonies. He becomes sloth. <laughs> he becomes sloth. <laughs> Well, then we, we're on to something there. Then we're on to something. Uh, Speaking of the limo, I, I love him kicking and denning the outside of the door. Right. And he's kicking so hard, yes. it's making the limo swerve. The limo can't drive safe. He's, he's driving along, and he's like, hey, wait a minute. You took a wrong. And he's banging the inside. And this car, yeah, is swerving all over the place. <laughs> what? That screams of Vince McMahon. I think my favorite yeah. part was... He started saying, hey, what's going on? And the limo driver like rolled that window up that right. separates him, and he starts punching it as if he's throwing a punch in a wrestling ring. Yeah. He starts throwing <laughs> word punches. It's like, are you even trying to break it? That's the thing, too. Uh, a lot of the and, – and, okay, so obviously, admittedly not a, a wrestling fan. And I made this complaint when we talked about um, – uh, ready to rumble. We did that movie. Ready to. Yeah. You've seen that, I'm sure, right? Yeah. Okay. And listen to your episode. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So oh. then you heard me say what I'm about to say now, which is a lot of the moves in wrestling don't. I mean, they're impressive to to, to look at. Like they look like you're you're doing something athletic. Uh huh. But they don't actually look, look like they would do physical damage. <laughs> they, don't, to they don't. They don't translate on film. A lot of it. No, and it doesn't translate on film. No. And especially the scenes with Zeus, who also <laughs> admittedly is not not a wrestler, actor first. Um, just doing a lot of like over the shoulder. Yeah, hitting the tri- if you the really trapezius. wanted to like fucking knock somebody out, you know, go for the head. And this guy's just like doing body blows, going to the trapezoid. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I'm like it uh, doesn't seem very efficient. No, wasting a lot of energy. Can we talk about Zeus for a little Let's, bit? Oh. I'd love to talk. about He's him. the best part of this <laughs> movie. <laughs> when, dude. When, wait, <laughs> when when he shows up mm-hmm. and they're doing Battle of the Tough Guys, which that's a fantastic, Not very yeah. original. <laughs> Battle of the Tough Could, Guys. Couldn't get any lazier with that title. <laughs> well, I have a feeling like a team of lawyers was like, battle the, nope, can't do that. That's taken. Copy Battle of the Champions. Yep. Can't be That's all that was left on the books. I mean, it could have just been like, you know, re- wrestle fight. <laughs> <laughs> Guys fighting. That's going to go. be, you know how there's that movie Kung Fury? I'm mm-hmm. totally making one that's like that. It's going to be called Wrestle Fight. <laughs> <I like that. laughs> it's just going to be about crime fighting luchadors. <laughs> um, that's mine, I would by the way. That. Trademarked. That's happened right here. Go. I'm doing that. Uh, all June right. 8th, 2015. So they're doing this Battle of the Tough Guys thing, and they've got like all these dickbags that have been fighting in the bar. And Zeus shows up. Mm-hmm. Zeus doesn't use doors, by the way. Right. Zeus, Zeus has a hard time with just doorknobs, so he knocks doors down. Why but, does that bar have the door that Zeus walked in? Right? I have no idea. Like the little ramp. It's like a drawbridge. <laughs> he also uh, uh, travels around with his own lighting crew that sets up <laughs> yes. lights outside of the doors before he busts them open so that a shaft of light can just illuminate his backside. That's right. Illuminate his backside and maybe dance off of his unibrow. Yes. Oh, my God. His I, part, I love... partial unibrow. Was it supposed to be in the shape of a Z? I don't know. He just had, and then he had a Z he had the shape Z on the side. I don't know what was going on with his unibrow. <laughs> it was missing over one one of his eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was only yeah. a half unibrow. Yeah, well, it's only because he had half an eye. <laughs> that's, that's, that's true. 
I love that guy. By the way, if you don't know the actor we're talking Tiny about, Tiny Lister. He's from Hold Me Closer. Tiny Lister. He's in the the Fifth Element. He yes, plays the president. The president in the Fifth Element. He's actually Friday. a decent actor. He's not a bad actor. Yeah. yeah, you wouldn't know it from this movie. No, but I don't think he has any lines yeah. except for he says Zeus. There is no Dana. I think he says Rip once. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think you might Oh, yeah, right. that's right. He does in the TV interview. He's yeah. like, Rip, Rip. I want to fight you, Rip. <laughs> and at that point, you're like, why do you want to fight him? Yeah. yeah. Give us a reason. No why? motivation. There's an exactly. There's no motivation to anything that's happening in this movie. Okay. It, it, you start to sit there and you think, like, okay, this, this relationship between uh, Sam and, and uh, Rip doesn't make any sense. There's no reason these two should be together. And they finally do one thing that actually makes sense in this movie, and they reveal that, like, she was on Mr. Brill's payroll. Yeah. That she was supposed Traitor. to, like, seduce him and make... I don't know what was going to happen after that, that, like, basically they'd fuck, and then she'd be like, well, now you've got to work with this company, and he'd be like, no. Nope. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. I don't, I don't That's get, not how this works. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't get what the, what, the, what the full plan was there. The end game seemed a little off. But, uh, but we find out like that she was kind of part of the setup, and that's when Brell hits her, and then she goes and confesses mm-hmm. to Rip. She's like, this is, all, this is what happened, and I, I'm so sorry. Which, at that point, if I were Rip, I wouldn't know if I could trust her anyway. Yeah. I'd be like, I don't know if this, uh, fuck that. I don't think that uh, I can trust you. I think we're just going to have to cut this off right here. But instead, they end up, after this woman's been assaulted, <laughs> they end up having a little, like, play wrestle fight on <laughs> so on the couch. So it is so awkward. awkward. It's so Okay, awkward. so was Hulk Hogan married at this point? He must be, because he has, so, like, yeah. a 20-something-year-old daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. When did this movie I think so. I, kept, yeah. I was wondering if that was he his kept actual where- house that... Because that resembled his house in real life. Yeah. The house he was at, yeah. Wow, I kept wondering if that me. was his actual wardrobe. <laughs> he kept wearing, like, these lady shorts. He kept wearing spandex in public. <laughs> I'm like, wearing... his attire is questionable. They if showed I his ass public, more than they showed yeah, her he's, ass. In yeah, this he's doing those red Speedo push-ups. Oh, my, uh, oh, oh my God. How oh, awkward. my God, guys. Oh, my God. When, when she comes out of the bathroom, and, like, finally we get, like, Joan Severance is like, oh, yeah, look at you. Mm-hmm. And we cut to the reverse, and it's Hulk Hogan bending over. <laughs> like, we see his ass in his little lady shorts. Mm-hmm. And I was, I'm like, what, what? What? Who did you make this movie for? <laughs> Thank you. Like, yes. was this the was this the moment that you're like, yeah, we're really gonna get the ladies involved in this? But like, they're gonna love this shot. And I get that, like, he's a you know, he's a great wrestler, uh, uh, athletic, has good athletic build. Yeah. But is he attractive? Like, do women find him attractive? I don't know. You're yeah. asking the wrong people. I guess so. Ladies, <laughs> I don't. I don't Come think he was ever Facebook. in people's, you know, top fifty sexiest men or whatever. Yeah, yeah. there's no calendars with. Well, actually, there probably are. He's had a skull it since he was eighteen. <laughs> I know, right? Forever. <laughs> you guys, okay. So in that same scene in the hotel, when they finally go to sleep, and like she wakes up in the middle of the night, and the bed is shaking. Right, so uncomfortable. It's like, uh, and so she's like, "What the fuck's?" They're going insinuating on? So that he's jerking. That he's off. jerking off. They're insinuating <laughs> that he's jerking off. But then this is where look, shit look gets, on Jeff's face. This right is now. where <laughs> shit gets weird. Uh, she pulls back the blanket that's like dividing them. She's pulling back the blanket, and you see like what looks like an ass. Yeah. Like right. So she thinks that's his ass, mm. right? Because that's what we're. I think as viewers, we're supposed to be led to think like. That she thinks that's his ass, but if those are his feet, then that's the smallest ass right. in the world. Like if you were to look at it from her point of view, perspective. What does she think that he's doing though? Like if he's jerking <laughs> off and she just sees his ass sticking up, how is he supposedly jerking off? It's gotten creative, yeah. right? And then it's letting the gravity work for him. <laughs> right? Then we get. Well, then we. Oh my god. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then we get the full body shot of him doing like the yes. push-ups. And so he's, he's like, got his feet on the bed. The rest of his body is at an, an, an angle, in a, a slight it, decline. Yeah. And he's like, what, did, what does he say? He's got, I forgot what he said. He did, but what, it's something like, it, like, oh, sorry, did I wake you? It's like, well, yeah, you're fucking doing, you're doing push-ups. push-ups. You're shaking the bed that you know a woman is in. Uh-huh. <laughs> Can I ask something? Sure. What kind of tape was used to hang that sheet? <laughs> Because if you hang a sheet on tape, it's just going to fall. It's going to fall. All of it's <laughs> like going to fall. some kind of magical titanium tape. Uh, and it's, it doesn't, even when he crashes the bed and <laughs> she rolls over, it's still there. And he and what she he gets so pissed off at her. She's like, what the fuck? He's like, hey, chill. The bed <laughs> broke. <laughs> it happens. Like, I would be pissed if you broke the bed, too. Right. I would I'm be, trying, I'd to be sleep. Like, trying to fucking sleep. Can you not? You fucking riddling kid who you, you fucking you're eye raping me. You don't want to do work. I'm I'm on this road trip because it's your shit. I'm trying to make you successful and you can't just fucking lay the fuck down. And then he's like, I'm, I'm going out to the couch. It looks like it's got a better sense of humor than you do. What he says something Quite else the too. Yeah. Man, yeah. He's the like, couch you, probably has a better you, sense of humor. You build up more walls than I could possibly build, or or some shit. Yeah. Why are we getting this weird like <laughs> David and like this this argument happens? This whole awkward argument. This this weird Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom style. Like, right. is she or is he gonna you know move first? It comes on the heels of him foiling a robbery at a diner. I love this scene. That was I wrote that because it was my favorite thing. He stopped a robbery by throwing pies at the guy. <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. yeah, so two robbers bust in. They're just having a nice little dinner. Uh, or, or lunch at this diner, and not uh, the robbers, Hulk Hogan. No, no, I'm sorry, sorry. Yeah, that was confusing. <laughs> it's not yeah, like Pulp Fiction that. where they're sitting there talking. <laughs> Any of you fucking pigs? <laughs> um, and uh, so yeah, ro- robbers come in. You know, hey, hands in the air, and they fire off a couple of shots, and yeah, Hulk Hogan just begins to hurl food. All right, so. <laughs> Wait, what is so he? He's, he's like, he's, he says, when I move, you hit the ground. And he immediately moves. <laughs> he she like, gives her no, no time to react. <laughs> That's my favorite. Like, <laughs> as he's saying that line, he b- jumps up and she's startled. Um, but then, yeah, just is hurling people's food at these guys. And they're acting like they're being hit by grenades. <laughs> yes. like they're just, oh, I, they can't move because I got a chicken pot pie in my face. <laughs> right. Uh, okay, so he's friends with the, the waitress. He's buddy-buddy yeah. with her. Oh, uh-huh. hey, Rip, how you been? And then so after he does about $50,000 worth of damage uh-huh. to this woman's diner, uh, it breaks every table in there. Uh, there's got to be some collateral damage, too. Some of the other, uh, you know, there's going to be some lawsuits yeah. ensuing because some of the, the patrons were, were injured. Uh, and they, they just heralded him as a hero. Oh, hey, save the day. There's my boy. And I'm like, no, this is when the, the cops get called and he gets taken away in handcuffs. <laughs> he needs to make a Everybody statement. Everybody is arrested. A, everyone's a You're witness all arrested. right now. No, <laughs> he just caused more damage than you getting robbed would have Exactly, caused. yeah. Yes. This is why Costing they have the policy. <laughs> yeah, insurance is not going to pay out on this. I can no. tell you that. So uh, do you, when they first start, when they first get to the diner and they're sitting there eating, the waitress comes over. Is this a compliment? He's like, hey. You're still you're still a whole lot of woman. Yeah, I know. Like, Thanks. Uh, She's overweight, lady, in her fifties. That seems like you, Rip. that's kind of a dick thing to say. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've already established that his prowess with the, with the ladies. Uh, okay. Um, what what other notes do I have here? Hmm. The um, but by, by the way, you meant uh, you brought up something that I didn't realize. So yeah, turns out she's working for the bad guys, or, or you know, at least initially, she ends up turning and falling for him. But yeah, her whole ruse was to seduce him, right? Yeah. She's got him there in a hotel room. Like, isn't that when you make a move, maybe? Like, she's I playing think, hard she, to get. But no, because in the scene, they, they outline, like, she just couldn't do it. Uh, After he foiled the robbery, she realized he's just such a good guy. Even though he's still a dick. He's After still <laughs> a dick. 
still a dick just trying to get into her pants doesn't respect her for the woman that she is mm-hmm. but you know what the bigger problem is she doesn't respect herself uh that's yeah that's mm. really the real lesson that's the here. story that's the tragedy it's the story of no holds barred <laughs> <laughs> she, you can you can make an argument she is the lead character she, she actually goes through a change she goes through a change because nobody else does mm-mm, mm-mm. except like kurt fuller and zeus they yeah. go from being alive to dead okay so did zeus die as well uh i'm assuming he i would did. assume he did I, he did I mean okay he takes a great fall and collapses the ring uh-huh um but we we could possibly it's possible he survived and we see him taken out okay well, or something. Well, well let's come back to that well okay so Be- maybe he survived you, uh-huh. want, you want to come back to the whole well, thing? i want to come back to it because i do want to talk about what happened to rip's brother okay yeah, why isn't zeus in prison uh, yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about. Well, it looked like he was still wearing his numbers from prison yeah. when he first shows up. Mm. And I'm kind of thinking like, okay, you killed somebody and he only served like apparently a couple years because <laughs> when the trainer gives the story, he's like, a couple years ago, he oh, killed a kid yeah. in the ring. Okay, you murdered somebody. <laughs> And obviously, by the way you're dressed, you broke out of prison. And now you're on national TV fighting people. The, there the, should be someone going, huh, that looks a lot like the guy that broke out of prison. Well, the first thing you do when you walk into the bar is you grab a woman by the face and you pick her up and throw her through a table. Oh, yeah, Why right. is, I know this is a fighting thing, but you can't attack the waitresses. Zeus is a dick to PAs. I think she was a production assistant. Yeah. Yeah, he just grabs her he face. Grabs her face and, and drops her. I got a little joy from that. I've been on some sets with some PAs. I'm like, to do that too and that's well. when Kurt Fuller stands up and he's like, "Let him fight." Mm-hmm. Okay, what the fuck? Also, I, I like the way that this film portrays like how television shows are made. Uh huh. Because I mean, you mean a hundred percent accurately? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see like any cameras. I didn't see any crew running around. No, we were the camera, Joel. I guess so. <laughs> it but was it's like it was cinema verite. They're cover- <laughs> they're covering all <laughs> angles at all times. And oh yeah. There's nobody controlling the set. It's just an open set. There's there's one part in the movie where, uh, and this is during the final battle, where uh, Hulk Hogan's getting like choked by Zeus. Yeah, and like he looks and he sees like Kurt Fuller mm-hmm. in in the control room. And if you pause it, <laughs> you see Kurt Fuller in the control room, and then you see like you've got a close up of Zeus that's kind of fuzzy. I remember. But you see a reflection of Hulk Hogan with no one in front of him. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oops. It's a pretty good gaff. All right, so. Zeus goes on, and this is what got me about Battle of the Tough Guys. I thought Battle of the Tough Guys, originally, when they're talking about it, is going to be just like an ongoing thing, like the WWF, that that's what's happening here. Instead, they're like, we are offering $1,000 for the person who wins Battle of the Tough Guys. Mm. So I'm thinking, all right, maybe this is going to be a couple-night thing. No, it is a one-night deal about like, okay, and then Zeus shows up, and he just immediately wins after he beats a bunch of guys in the ring. But then they go to week two of Battle of the Tough Guys, and it's in a steel and it's in mill. A steel mill. It's yeah. not even in a ring anymore. He's fighting a guy in, in, on the set from Terminator <laughs> with a fucking giant wrench. Yeah. Like, I thought the rules were, like, there's it's an octagon. They fight in an octagon, and that I get, they don't explain that, like, okay, the rules for Battle of the Tough Guys is going to change, you know, throughout whenever we go to different locations. Then you've got this final location where they do Battle of the Tough Guys. Zeus just won or something. Something happened, and, like, Rip's brother went with his buddy and because mm. they were wanting to size up the competition, and then they started breaking the place up. So they tried to run. They run into Kurt Fuller, and he's like, hey, 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 what that shirt? Yeah, we're converting Rip fans. I love this. Yeah. And these assholes are like, no, man, I'm Rip's brother. Like, why the fuck would you? Way to put a target on your back. Right? So they bring him to Zeus. And the thing is, like, they cut to Zeus 
hanging out by like a production truck and there's like two other fighters there and they're like just chilling they're laughing and Zeus is like ah yeah yeah like I thought he just had to fight those guys I think I thought everyone was your competition but apparently Zeus wins again and they have him beat the shit out of Rip's oh, brother poor Randy beats the shit out of him paralyzes him yes guys I noticed, in a wheelchair I noticed at one point though while he was beating him up there are dudes in uniform standing behind Kurt Fuller. <laughs> there are police. Looking the other way, huh? Right, and that's when that's what brought up my question. Uh, why has nobody yeah. brought charges to Mr. Brell? Like, if, why has nobody filed a complaint? Why has Samantha hasn't fucking called the police and been like, uh, yeah, this dude hit me, and there are two witnesses. Uh, th- then he hired somebody to rape me. The reason I know is because <laughs> the guy says Mr. Brell gives his regards or some <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, oh, you want to talk to him? That's good. Rip ran him into a tree. We could probably find him <laughs> exactly, yeah. and, and bring him back. Nobody is calling about, like, even Randy's buddy isn't like going to the cops and saying, "Yeah, this Mr. Brell guy had Zeus beat the shit out of this kid." And there's like some there witnesses, were a dozen people there. We've got material witnesses. We're pretty We've got sure Zeus is an escaped convict. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we might want to do something. About Evidence that. is stacking up. There's a lot of. I tell you, if those were uh, McKinney, Texas police, they would have had guns drawn. Oh God, too John. soon, too soon, a little too soon. <laughs> uh, all right, so this all leads up to. We never get a reaction from Rip like that, like, hey, Rip, your brother's injured. Your brother's been hurt. We just cut from, like, Randy gets injured mm-hmm. to Rip busting into a gym and tearing it the fuck apart. Yep. And that's when I started to really fall on the side of what Sarah was saying, that this character is really developmentally challenged. <laughs> because he busts into this place and he's screaming, he's shouting, flipping shit and over. Flipping shit over. And then like a speaker comes on and music starts playing and he's going, ah, <laughs> ah, and he rips the speaker <laughs> off Baby. the wall, tosses it Oof. down, and then he goes into another room where there's blinking lights and he's like covering his <laughs> eyes and shit. And he gets fooled by a projector and mirrors. Like he is he's just a big dumb ape in this movie. That's that's pretty he's the only person that could fallen for that projector in the mirror (laughs) and he like double axe handles his way all the way to the mirror and destroys it no uh, i i felt like they threw a little too much bond villainy shit in this like i didn't know that's my problem with this movie is that i i just didn't know from moment to moment what this movie was trying to be was it trying to be a Stallone style over the top kind of movie was or a Rocky or something like that? Or were they trying to do something? Uh, were they trying to make a statement about like the state of, you know, of TV production and what went into it and, oh, and heart? <laughs> this, this movie has no statement to <laughs> there's make. No, there's no statements. A bunch of dudes beating each other up. That's all it is. Yeah. It's it, You know what? It can be summed up for me that the theme of this movie can be summed up in the scene. Uh, all right, so we're at the beginning, and Brell is that the, the villain's Brell. name, Mr. Brell, who owns the uh, the rival network. Uh, they're they're scouting locations, right? So they go to that bar where they're going to do the the, the tough guy. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Okay, uh, let me yeah, hold on to that. It. Pin that in. Uh, so they they sit down, they start watching a fight, uh-huh. and Brell says something along the lines of, "Well, guys, I think we've really stumbled upon something here." <laughs> No, asshole. You deliberately walked into this place. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. pretty sure it was to find people to fight. Some research involved. Yes. I don't you. think you just accidentally walked into a bar that had a like makeshift ring inside of it where <laughs> the guys ta- were fighting. And a tattoo artist. Yeah. Mm, what have we here? 
Uh, go ahead, Joel. <laughs> no, yeah. So um, he's got his, we haven't talked about his lackeys. He's got these two lackeys. Unger and he's, Ordway. He's Weasley. David Paymer. Execs. Yeah. I, oh, I love both of those actors. Um, unfortunate that they're not given much to do here. It's kind of, <laughs> they're probably burying this at the bottom of their, uh, their oh, resumes. Oh, I'll, yes. I'll yeah. Um, and they, they're, they're getting shit on, literally, in, in almost in one scene. And uh, they, what are they, okay, so they, they go to the restroom. They go into the bathroom the where there's three troughs. Yeah, exactly. Well, and a pit bull. <laughs> Why, is, Why pit is there a pit bull in the bathroom? There, the ba- the there bathroom? was a pit bull in the bathroom. <laughs> oh, I missed that part. Jesus. <laughs> I got to admit, I uh, I may have tuned out a little bit during some of this movie. Me. Don't blame I had me. to pause and rewind when I realized I was missing things. Um, so they go up and they're, they're starting to take a piss and uh, they're, they're talking shit about all oh, the people here. Who would come, you know, what are they doing? They're talking shit about the waitress and how ugly she is, right? Yeah. Her brother. And then they hear a toilet flush. It's that old trope. They hear the toilet flush and uh-huh. the sea. Then the guy who was wrestling earlier comes out. Um, and so they're both taking a piss, and they're, they're scared out of their minds now, right? And the, the, this hillbilly guy, he kind of bends over, and he's menacing, and he, he looks at their dicks, and he says, oh, you got teeny weenies. <laughs> yeah. And for me, I was like, okay, that's what this movie is about. I this is the mentality. Of course, yes, absolutely. <laughs> like, I even wrote oh, that down. Write that down. He's oh. gonna make fun of their dicks. That's make funny. Fun of their dicks because this movie is like a pissing contest. <laughs> yeah. It's like who has the 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 proverbial the larger dick? <laughs> who can beat up the guy who has more muscles? It, it has nothing to do with with brains. In, it's all in, in that hotel room with Vince and Hulk. <laughs> How long do you think it took before they both pulled out their dicks to see who was bigger? Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 30 minutes into the 72 hours. <laughs> Come on, Hulkstar. Pull it out. <laughs> this is how we start all our screenwriting. Uh, okay, so that tells me that this character, the motivation for this character is he will fight you. Mm-hmm. He doesn't mind. He doesn't mind beating you up. As long as you've got a big dick. <laughs> I know, right? Like, <laughs> is that what it takes to, to earn his respect? I, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I guess because I don't want to see someone's dick. I don't give a fuck about what their dick looks like. I don't like. want to see my own. No, no. <laughs> I certainly wouldn't in, in a bathroom alone with two other men, like, openly gawk and he, at like, it d- and comment he, he on it. He bends down. Oh, so yeah. Look. He is he is within lip distance. <laughs> He's like, would you look at that? <laughs> I know. Tiny wanger. Tiny wangers. Can we oh talk about God. the scene with the most pointless use of a helicopter? <laughs> yes, that, that yes. Little, that little kids party or whatever that was. What is happening? There? <laughs> Hold up. Before you get into it. Oh Jesus. There, there's totally that like uh, that that creepy bit where um, where is that? Because I've got uh, Rip. Yeah, there it is. Rip's VO. His voiceover when they they come to that they're in that again a scene that opens with an establishing shot mm-hmm. and someone's voiceover kind of talking about stuff but he's like watching these kids wrestle and he's like yeah there you go keep doing it you're both winners <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like he sees, is he that says, the message that uh, yeah, wrestle that you're, you're both portrays? winners everyone wins yeah I'm okay sure. so so yeah that's the scene where the the helicopter shows <laughs> he's, up. he's at this party or whatever I guess he's paid to be there I don't know yeah. and then uh, <laughs> it's his charity work yeah if you were paying attention. That's and, uh, his primary concern. In comes the helicopter, and uh, Brell and Zeus and his lackeys right. hop off the helicopter, and they uh, walk up to Rip. And in they in have slow a little, motion. Yeah, slow motion walk up. They have a little stare down, and uh, that's it. They walk off. Some, some Fuller, heavy breathing. Helicopter. Fuller's like, Zeus is here to challenge you, Rip. What do you say? Like, what, <laughs> expecting them to just fucking throw down in front of all these kids? Right, yeah. Are you kidding me? And that's when Hulk Hogan has his bit with Black Mickey. And he's yes, like, and, he, <laughs> and he's like, all, all those kids are gonna think I'm a pussy. <laughs> you did the right thing. That's right. I was proud of you. 
I'm still proud of you. <laughs> and he just he just so happened to be Zeus's trainer back in the day. Yeah. Uh, why, I trained him. Why they, they killed had, the guy in the ring. Why did they have to tie that up? And if they were going to tie it together, why couldn't it have been that like Zeus wanted revenge on his trainer, on Charlie? There you go. There he you wanted go. revenge on him and ends up like terrorizing it. And that's when, you know, when Rip is like, no, fuck this. Mm-hmm. That's my man. You know, you can't do that to my trainer. And that's what gets them to fight. This, this whole like paralyzing like my brother thing. That ain't gonna work. Dude, and how they try to Rocky for this shit <laughs> yes, before the main right? fight mm-hmm. where Zeus is training and he's on the machines. And I get what they were doing. They were going for the Rocky Four. Where, you know, Vince was like, I liked it. I liked when Drago was on the machines and Rocky was he was training old school. <laughs> and that would have worked if Rip was doing any training at all before this Even fight. Even if Zeus was on better machines, because like at least Drago was on all these high tech machines, and then Zeus was on that little machine that Chuck Norris has infomercials for it. Yeah. <laughs> he was, he was the on like body a, gym a or row machine. Yeah, the and, but like Rip is, he's helping Randy with his physical therapy. And like at no point I would understand if like maybe Rip was doing the physical therapy with him and kind of learning the basics yeah, again or right? some shit. But he's not doing anything. There's no reason Rip should win this fight at the end of the movie. True. You think of, like, fighters. If we're going to look at this like it's a legit fight, Mm. fighters in their prime against one another, you need to train to get it to build up your stamina, build up your strength. There's nothing going on. Rip Rip hasn't had a good night's sleep in fucking two months, (laughs) according to this movie. And yet he's fucking primed and ready to go with this fight at the end. And now here we are at the end of the movie where they've sold out... A black box theater? Yeah. For like, the biggest fight the, the, of the The, the of opening the scene was, you know, an arena full of people right. cheering on Rip. And this, this and seat's like 20. <laughs> in that opening scene, was that Jake wrestler guy, was that the dude from Demolition? It could have been. I don't know. I thought... I, I thought, have to go back it, and look. It looked a lot like him, just without the makeup. Okay, so yeah, they fill up like a black... They probably have like 25, 30 mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. in the audience for this thing. The fight of the century for yeah. 30 people here. <laughs> and, and it still has a press box? It has yeah, that's right. it. The it entire has, thing is a press box. It has a press box. You've got like elevators, and you know, it never stops. This movie never stops. You know, Rip and his his folks they all they all get to the building, and they end up kidnapping Samantha again. Yes. Uh, what the? Can we not What'd just <laughs> let the fight tell the story at this point? Uh, but they don't. And they kidnap her, and then she just gets away. They kidnap Yeah. <laughs> just walks dis- out the door. They're distracted by the pretty colors on they, TV. They kidnap her, and then they put her behind them. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nobody's going to keep don't an eye. Tie, Stay they, there. Don't, they don't tie her down. <laughs> they just seat her behind them and then watch the fight. We don't want any tomfoolery out of you. <laughs> so she gets away, mm-hmm. and like there's Bro calls up Rip. He's like, if you want to see your girlfriend again, you'll drop. Like he turns into Marcellus Wallace from Pulp right, Fiction. Yeah, in the in the fifth, he's like, you your go ass down. Goes down. Yeah, fuck pride. <laughs> um, so yeah, the fight. Joe, what did you think about this fight, man? Uh, is 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 that indicative of? Okay, here's the thing. I've I've seen some wrestling matches in the recent in uh, yeah last couple of years. They've really come a long way if this is what wrestling used to be in the 80s. Uh-huh. It, it's it's impressive now, at least the moves they're doing. There's more athleticism in it. There's some acrobatics. I think MMA is probably their competition now, so yeah. they've had to up their game. But uh, a lot of it is just chokeholds and shit I've seen on you know the, the Nintendo version of, yeah, of punching, wrestling from back in the 80s. Punches and kicks yeah. and you know, throwing each other out of the ring. And, and, and yeah, so Hulk is getting blacked out. Like, he, you know, he's, he's got... Uh, Zeus has him in the chokehold. He's losing consciousness, 
And then he sees his brother in the wheelchair do the hand signal, and that somehow <laughs> allows the oxygen back into his brain. That's and he gets Hogan, his super man. Hogan. Hogan always comes back. He makes he does but, his comeback. Not, Look, how many I've deaths not, is I've this not, movie responsible for? Because not, it's like, hey, man, choke me out, and I'm just going to get my strength back because something's going to motivate me, and there's nothing you can do to, to knock me unconscious. Right. It's no, not a good message. I'm to not say. disagreeing with you. Mm-hmm. I'm just explaining what Hulk Hogan's deal is. His every match, every match, he's not exactly a good wrestler, mm-hmm. but every match is I I get beat, I get beat, yeah. I get beat, oh, yeah. I get beat, and then suddenly I get my second win, and it's like people are punching him in the face, and he's like, oh, and yeah, he does his breathing, drama. and he gets up, right? Yeah, and then he and then he does the thing, he he throws a few punches, throws a guy against the the ropes, gives him the big boot, and then the the big leg drop, and that's the end of the but match. But I feel like that happened like two or three times, like back and forth. Like he he got his second wind. And then he would get his ass kicked again. And yeah. then he'd get his third win, and then he'd get his ass kicked again. It was just right. like, oh, we get it. Fucking make this movie be over, please. And, I'm so bored. And eventually it is over after he commits double homicide. <laughs> after he kills, <laughs> he kills a man. Well, he kills the one guy. The other guy kind of kills himself, right? Brell well, electrocutes well, because himself Well, he was getting so pissed off yeah. that he was destroying the production room that he was in. <laughs> that sparks are flying around Like him. he was getting so Fire mad. Fire is erupting. And and well, Hogan came. You know, he crashed through the window. Mm-hmm. He started making a move. I would say that you could probably make Incitement. a case for in, involuntary manslaughter. Yeah, I make probably. that too. Uh, but then after, yeah, immediately after, two men die. The, the audience, <laughs> the just audience erupts, erupts in cheers. Yes. yes, and I'm like, no. And he's like, Randy, and he goes walking down, and then like hugs everybody, gets yeah. in the ring, gives the rip symbol. But, Credit. Yeah, I know. With <laughs> with a song that has the words "No Holds Barred" in it, which yeah, I'm always of a fan of. Yeah. This, they wrote movie. the song first before they came up with the title of the this, movie. No, that, that's so horrible. And there's two dead bodies just rotting around. <laughs> yes. all they should have had the credits roll over the dead bodies. <laughs> over the dead bodies. <laughs> just a, a time lapse of it decaying. <laughs> and so, yeah, the music in this movie is pretty. Uh, it's it's 80s. It's so, but it's that's so bad. It's there's really one, weird because like during fight scenes, like sometimes you get music, you get music during a fight scenes, but these fight scenes had music and lyrics. Yes, <laughs> it's <was Like>, really <laughs> awkward. When he was foiling the robbery at the restaurant, there's like a scene. There's a song that starts and it's talking about like i got ketchup on my blue jeans <laughs> yes yeah it's all honky tonkish <laughs> what the fuck who wrote that it happens in the first garage fight too where they kidnap him in the limo like he gets out and like the lyrics start and he just jumps on top of the limo and starts right. foiling their plan that's where he gets his power from that's right from the <laughs> from bad 80s rock from dookie <laughs> dookie oh god do you have anything else i think i've gone through all my yeah, notes on this I'm movie looking. um <laughs> I like the added fart noises uh, during the scene when they're when they're auditioning people. Oh yeah, because it's not funny enough that we have hillbillies beating each other up and making dick and, and you know shit piss jokes. Yeah, you've got to you've really got to punch it up by adding uh, some fart foley in there. <laughs> Again, just indicative of the the. I don't know if it's indicative of the audience they're after or the people who are responsible for this film. Yeah. Oh, did did Zeus not break Rip's neck at one point in the fight? <laughs> Didn't oh he, yeah! Didn't he break right? his neck? He's got him. He's got him like under the chin, and then he's holding the top of his head. Yeah. And he does the twist. And move. he does the twist move. Hulk's lifeless body falls over, <laughs> and then they continue fighting. I'd have given this movie more stars if that's what would have happened. <laughs> he just snaps his neck, and that's it. Like, wow, it went dark. Nothing to take down the Hulk. Uh, okay, yeah, that's it. That's all I've got. That's I mean, all I got, dude. They, oh, they say the words "no holds barred" at the hour and thirteen minute mark. <laughs> mm. Oh, waited that long? Yeah, they waited that long to wow. say. Uh, all right, so what did what did No Holds Barred do right, Joel? No. 
that's the only answer. That <laughs> no, was the I have. in the ti- the no in the title, or no. just there's nothing. No, there's there's no, nothing good. I I I really tried to think. <laughs> I wanted to be fair. I. I, I don't know, Joe. Again, like I said earlier, this is nothing that you go to the movies for. No. It's not entertaining. It's not. For a movie that's supposed to be about a dude fighting, there's so little of it happening in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of yeah. uh, almost lovemaking. Yeah. Uh, sometimes between men. I don't, yeah, off, more often between men. Yes, yeah. Than Longingly between into Jones each other's Severance eyes. and Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. Uh, was I mean? Did any performances stand out? To I don't you? know about performances. I don't mind looking at Joan Severance. She's yeah. all right. She's okay. Yeah. But I mean, by by eighty standards, right? Yeah. That's the one redeeming thing. Is like they gave us a female to look at. Because other than this, it's just some <laughs> gay fight club, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is that what is that what the movie did right to you, Danny? It put in a, it put a semi attractive woman Joan in there, <laughs> and we, put her in in panties. We put her in bra and panties. Yeah, but her got, panties were longer than Hulk shorts. We also, they were. And we also got the we also got like the weird cleavage shot when the the guy gets up when the guard gets up there in the, the 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 press booth, and he gets up and cheers, and the chair comes back and hits her, and she kind of creeps it back under him as he as he sits back down. Oh, there's some cleavage look, in that. You're looking at me lost, like you don't know <laughs> no, what I'm I talking. I don't remember that. <laughs> That might have been one of the. Never mind. Another part of the movie. I, I zoned that out. That's when on. you look down to write a note. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So what, what do I think this movie did right? Yeah. Uh, ended. I, it ended. I think no. Th- you know what? There, there's something about. I think. I think the fact that they made Hulk Hogan play a whole other character, who was basically Hulk Hogan. Right. Like for some reason, I, I find that really delightful. Like. <laughs> Why? Like, but, why did they do that? They called it the WWF. They had Jesse Ventura. They had uh, Mean Gene, Gene Okerlund. Mm-hmm. Uh, they called it. Yeah, they they called him the WWF yeah, champion, World Wrestling Federation. Yeah, you know, and short sighted, as you mentioned earlier, because afterwards they tried to make pay per view. You know, Zeus versus Rip, except it's Hulk. It's Hogan, Hulk Hogan. Rip. Yes. So if you're gonna do that in the future, just make it fucking Hulk Hogan. So I don't know if maybe that was that was a, a result or a product of like, well, we don't want it to be Hulk Hogan because that is real. Like we're still <laughs> trying to play that off like it's real. Well, but they have to give him a love interest. The moment so. the moment they made this movie was that was the moment where I was like, this is. This isn't. This is scripted. <laughs> this can't be. This Not can't like be wrestling, like, right? Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. But I'm talking about. Like, no, that's what I meant about wrestling. Oh, gotcha, it made gotcha. me think like wrestling yeah. is scripted. Mm-hmm. Um, what did this movie do right? Uh, God damn it! Uh, I would probably have to say. Uh, uh, I don't know. I yeah. really don't know. It's, you know what? I kind of feel like I'm I'm in the same boat as you. Uh, I I I think that. They they put kids first. <laughs> they, 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 he thought about his his charity. I don't know, man. I guess. Uh, it wasn't cool, vulgar. Though. It wasn't a vulgar movie. So, no. what, what are you talking about? Of course, it was vulgar. It, the whole scene with the the piss trough and the vomit and the Joel. I don't know. Yeah? This is really tough because yeah, I know usually there's some redeemable quality. There's there's so I don't. It wasn't even really all that short. It's like 138 it, 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 minutes. Yeah, it was an hour and a half or long. Hour and 30 minutes, yeah. I'd say that it's probably the best use of um, uh, the best use of a piss trough <laughs> in a movie. <laughs> really grasping there. I'm really grasping. Yep. What did this movie do wrong, Joel? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it, no, it's it, the the worst thing you can do. Because I've been entertained by trite before. You know, uh-huh. it doesn't always have to be highbrow. Yeah. But it's just so boring, dude. Yeah. It was fucking boring. It yeah. was, it, uh, I I couldn't wait for it to be over. Uh-huh. Like sometimes, sometimes bad acting is entertaining to watch. But like it, that's this whole movie was bad acting. Yeah, you know? like w- Kurt Kurt Fuller, dear God, 
Everybody terrible. was bad. David Paymer, who I really like, is horrible. Like, everyone is god-awful. They're the worst. You know what? You know what this movie did right oh. to me? Jesse Ventura. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Jesse the body venture. Wearing the fucking like Egyptian uh-huh. what was that that he was I wearing? I don't know. He's always wearing headdresses and crazy stuff. Because he's bald just like Hulk Hogan. Uh I like Jesse Ventura. That guy's one of my heroes. Well I'm yeah. not gonna get into the Chris Tread Kyle lightly. shit. I'm not gonna get into that. But back in the day, man, Jesse Ventura, the ain't I ain't got time to bleed, Jesse Ventura. <laughs> I loved him. Yeah. Um what God, what did what did it do wrong for you? Was it the Yeah, just the acting and I, the whole movie, I, there, I can't pinpoint one thing. That, yeah, it's really poorly paced. Yeah, uh, especially some of those dialogue scenes, which makes me think it was directed by Vince Man. I know uh, Vince, Vince McMahon. McMahon. Vince McMahon. I know that he doesn't have that credit. The actual director, though, um, he's done a lot. He's, he's done, done a lot, done of, a lot TV. of TV. He did Supernatural. He did a fucking episode of Firefly. Firefly. He did, yeah, that's so right. Heart we of know gold. he's got some talent or at least some connections. Uh-huh. He probably had, like Vince does with his TV announcers, he he was probably in this guy's ear, yes. yelling at him, "Make him do that." I think yeah. so. I think absolutely. Uh, yeah. Even more so, Stretch he probably had Hulk Hogan on yeah. the set, also saying, "No, brother, we wrote it to be like this." Like I know. So this dude probably just had his hands fucking tied. I would love to read an interview with this guy to find out what this experience yeah. was like to oh make this God. movie. Uh, what I thought this movie did the worst was just the it's the way this film is written. Yeah, it's it is written like a fucking six year old put this script together. Yeah, you know, and and that's that's pretty much speaking to the the <laughs> script writing skills of Vince McMahon and Hulk Hogan. They shouldn't be writing fucking a, a script. They no. should not be writing a movie, and you shouldn't be putting Hulk Hogan in a film. Like the, the dude was reciting dialogue that like he was doing a fucking church pageant. <laughs> like it was, <laughs> it was really bad. Yeah. And yay unto them. Yeah, like the An dude. The dude said. has delivered more. Belie- and that's what gets me about sometimes these wrestlers turned actors mm-hmm. that like they do a really good job in the ring, but then you put them on a movie set, and it's like what why. Why can you not deliver a piece of dialogue? This makes me want to go back and watch all those other Hulk Hogan movies I saw when I was younger. Mr. Like Nanny. Suburban Commando. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, Thunder in Paradise, yeah. which turned into a TV show. That's right. <laughs> I just want to go back and watch all of that and see if he was that bad. In I don't think he was. He was better in uh, the Nanny I think he was, a, he was a villain in one of the Three Ninjas movies. That's right. At Magic Mountain. What? Yeah. Three Ninjas yeah. at Magic Mountain. Was that one of the direct-to-video sequels yeah, that yeah, I ever saw? He was Thunderlips in yeah. Rocky Three. Yeah. Ah, that's right. And and he was better in that. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, he did a couple of episodes of the A Team at the time. Yeah, uh, he was, you know, because he was big with Mr. T. I don't know. No, this the, it was just the writing of this movie. I could deal like like Danny said. I could deal with bad acting, but the script was just horrible. Uh, and and it had nowhere to go. Like constantly, mm-hmm. like it had painted itself in a corner every scene, mm-hmm. and it was just the most painful thing in the world to watch them it, get out of it. It didn't give you a reason why like any of this was happening, and nor did anybody really earn their way out. Yeah. It was a bunch of, they're just a bunch of horrible people. I'd love to know what the original script was that they tossed. It could have been something. Over the top. (laughs) Fuck this. Nobody wants to watch a movie about arm wrestling. They want real wrestling. Uh, All right. So uh, if we were to remake this movie today, Mm -hmm. uh, how would we do that, Joel? You want me to start off? Yeah, sure. Okay. I'm going to start at the bottom here. So I recast the the two uh, sidekicks, or the, uh, what do we call them, the henchmen? Uh-huh. They're not really henchmen, because the they lackeys. don't do anything. Lackeys. The lackeys. That's or, what we're Ordway and, uh, and Unger. Yes, Unger and, and Ordway? Ordway. Is that, that the guy's yeah, last Ordway. name? How do you remember that? Because I watched the movie. Because you just wanted it. Okay, there you go. Um, <sighs> how about, so you need some a couple of Weasley guys. In my version, I'm going to try to up the comedy a little bit. Um, 
because at least I can derive some entertainment from that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And it'll 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 make the uh, the wrestling scenes a little more believable in that world. I think. Yeah. Um, you're familiar with uh, Sonic Drive-In? Yes. You know the commercials? They're <laughs> two spokesmen <laughs> the last the, couple the, of years. The two improv guys. TJ Jadowski and whatever, and Peter Graz, I guess, are their names. But yeah, the guys who do the Sonic Drive-In commercials. Uh-huh. I'd like to see them as the two <laughs> lackeys. Very good. Just yes man and uh, yakking it up. Let them improv a little bit. Uh, Randy, uh, Hulk Hogan's son, son, brother, <laughs> the guy who gets uh, paralyzed. May as well be his Halfway son. through. How about Zac Efron in that movie? Love it. He's a... Uh, He's a little pretty boy. Uh-huh. He's done some comedy. He's got some comedic chops. Uh, Tommy Lister, uh, Tiny, who plays Zeus, Zeus in this. We mentioned earlier he was the president in Fifth Element. I'm going to recast the president in Idiocracy. President Camacho. <laughs> Terry Crews. Terry Crews. <laughs> yes. I almost went with that one. Yeah, I mean, it's right there, and I love that guy. Uh, Brell, who played by Kurt Fuller. He's the uh, Mr. Brell. He's the the, the, the CEO of the, the rival network. Uh-huh. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna do Wallace Shawn for this one. He's the inconceivable guy. Yes, yeah, from, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Princess Bride, uh, different stature, but uh, I think he can he can be funny in that role. And then our two leads, Samantha, uh, the hussy. How about Lizzie Kaplan? Love me some Lizzie Kaplan. Aww. She's attractive. Uh, and You're then poor Lizzie Kaplan for Hulk Hogan. I, I feel like you have to recast with another wrestler, and he's one of the few guys that I know. And I actually kind of I, I've heard him in interviews and. Uh, He's 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 pretty funny. He can hold his own. Stone Cold Steve Austin, of course. Right. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Matching go. Lizzie Kaplan with Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> Going on on a limb is kind of a stretch, but uh, they could pull it off. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> Who's directing this? Uh, directed by Mike Judge. Mike nice. Judge. Since That's pretty good. Uh, all right, so I'll go with mine, and then we'll save the best for last. All right. Uh, I went with an all wrestling affair <laughs> for mine. I thought uh, you might. <laughs> the. Um, I, I recast first, and it's not a wrestler, but I recast the waiter from the French restaurant, which I don't know French, but I'm pretty sure Hulk Hogan was, like, butchering the oh shit my God, out, of, yes. out, of, out of the French language. <laughs> Forgot about that, too. I'm pretty sure he was butchering it. Uh, all Probably right. wasn't even French. So, so the, the French waiter, Antoine, would be played by Thomas Lennon. Oh, I love that guy. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right, so now we go up with the uh, – now we make it an all-wrestling affair. This is a WWE movie, uh, WWE Pictures. Uh, and uh, they go ahead, Unger and Ordway, couple of lackeys. Who do I know that are a couple of lackeys in the WWE? J&J Security, <laughs> Joey Mercury, and Jamie Noble. <laughs> That's right. The not tag team. Uh, all right, so now we've got Charlie, the trainer. Mm-hmm. I went with Mick Foley. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, Randy, that would be uh, Rip's little brother. Tyson Kidd. <laughs> <laughs> Zeus would be Is that pl- because he just injured his neck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mr. Brell would be played by The Miz. Uh, Zeus would be played by Titus O'Neil. Uh, Sam would be Brie Bella. Oh. And then Rip, if I couldn't use Jason Cox, uh, it would be John Cena. Just because I would yeah. love to see John Cena getting romantic with his girlfriend's sister. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. I feel like that might be a worse choice. movie than what actually <laughs> What's actually yeah. on there right now. And it would all be directed by Sly Stallone. Oh, well, sure. Why not? There you go. Danny, what do you uh, have? I only casted the main four and then a director. Uh, I tried to make this a legit movie, believe it or not. Uh, Brell, uh, did you guys see Lawless? Yeah. Mm. Uh, Guy Pierce with his slicked back hair. Oh, really? I thought that would be pretty good. Good nice. call. Uh, Zeus, uh, you guys familiar with Nathan Jones? 
big bald man. white guy. He was in Mad <laughs> I was like, Max. I'm like Pac Man. Uh, he was in Mad Max. He played the big. His. Oh uh, yeah. He's like, oh yeah. I would have had a brother, uh, and he would have been perfect. He was perfect in yeah. every way. He's a he's a former wrestler. Uh, huh. so, like oh, been that's in, right. I saw him. At he's Survivor been in Mad series. Max. Uh, he's been in Troy. Uh, he was in something else too. Oh that's yeah. Right. Yeah. Let's get some legit gymnasty. Uh, Samantha. Based on her role in the interview, I too went with Lizzie Kaplan. Hey! Whoa! Yeah, up top, up top. <laughs> and uh, Rip Thomas, uh, Hulk Hogan is the real American. So I went with America's sweetheart. Uh, let's see Chris Pratt in there. Uh, <laughs> that that movie has way too much talent than it deserves, <laughs> oh. and it'll be directed by Edgar Wright. Nice. Ooh, yeah, a, Dude, a, a can favorite you imagine him. Doing like a, a wrestling movie. How yeah, it was called Scott Pilgrim versus the World. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, if you've got any thoughts about how you would recast this movie, or if you have any thoughts about the movie that we didn't touch on, you can always talk back to us on Facebook. Just go to Facebook in the search bar, put in the editing bay, find the woman with the bleeding eyes. That is us. That's where you talk back to us. Uh, and we also have a website, right, Joel? Sure do. It is editingbay.com. You can go there and find out. I guess I'll be, ha- be uh, updating our archive That's episodes. Cool. Yeah, that would be good. Since they've all <laughs> expired on iTunes anyway, but you'll be able to go there and listen all the way back to, what, 2013 when we started this this here show. Coming up on our birthday again, I yeah, guess. Yeah, that's true. do something special for the folks. Yeah. Uh, but you can also find links from our website to our social media networks on Facebook and also our Twitter handle, which is at The Editing Bay. Follow us, and I always try to announce what the new episode's going to be uh-huh. for the following week. And you uh, throw pictures you throw pictures. I'll throw some pictures. I just took a pic while we were recording the podcast today, yeah. so you can you can see what our guest looks like. Excellent. Very I'm handsome. sorry in advance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you get us on the podcasting app on iTunes, uh, on your Apple device, we would really appreciate it if you gave us a rating, give us a review. Five-star rating would be awesome. And a, and a little review, so that way it can, hi- it, it can help us out. We talk about this constantly, that you know we really want to do another live show. Uh, I would. I don't think we're going to get it done before uh, the baby comes in, but that's okay. Yeah. But we could, we could still get the plans laid out. Uh, and the best way we could do that is if we get some ratings and reviews. That way we could show people who we want to have sponsor mm-hmm. our event because we can't pay for it ourselves. So, again, just go to your podcasting app. Go to uh, the, the feeds or whatever, and then, you know, go back to an earlier episode because I can't even begin to walk you through it right now. <laughs> um, but not only for our show, but also the other shows here on the Next Wave Radio Network, we've got My Comic Life with Jeff and Sam, Love the it. 8-Bit Gladiators with Jeff, Jay, and John, MVP, the most valuable podcast, yeah. with Danny and Matthew talking about sports and, you know, definitely specializing in baseball that's going on now mm-hmm. the rangers with a huge huge comeback in the uh, season yeah. uh, so hard to hate josh hamilton now yeah man. it is <laughs> and it really uh, is. and they talk about the wrestling we we talk about the wrestling, wrestling. sometimes got the fantasy fed going on uh, and uh, and yeah we leave a leave a review there if if you don't have an apple device you can get on android uh, and use the podcast addict and podcast republic apps uh, to uh, to go ahead and find us were you trying to say something did i cut you I was about if you review us you're in line for a Macho Man Randy Savage figure. That's right. Seriously? That we've been uh-huh. just trying to give away, and nobody we, wants to th- review that's us. Right, nice. That's right. That's right. They're looking for somebody, you know, just just throw a review on there for MVP. They got that Macho Man Randy Savage figure. And I've also found, because back in the day when I was a promotions coordinator for the radio station, I have a bunch of other, like, wrestling-related stuff. One of them is a thermos signed by Eric Bischoff that I was like, oh, God, I should give this to the podcast so that way they can they can give this away. Uh, so we got some other goodies that we're going to be giving away there, too, but you need to get on there. You need to listen and rate and review. Uh, Joel, what are we going to watch for next week? Well, Joe, it's summertime, and when you think about summertime, you think about the beach, you think about going on vacation, uh, maybe... Uh, Holiday road. <laughs> maybe you've got access to, uh, to your boss's uh, beach house. 
and then he oh, inexplicably shit. dies. Oh, no! And you're going to have to hide his death from all around. That's right, I'm talking By about putting it in plain sight! <laughs> Weekend at Bernie's. Yes. Also from 1989, the same year No Holds Barred came out. So figure out which Are movie was serious? better. Absolutely. <laughs> no Holds Barred came out in 89? 89. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, because that's when the, like, SummerSlam 89 was when Zeus was wrestling. Wow. That. Yeah. That's go. right, SummerSlam 89 was the first one. Yeah. yeah. Or what? it was 88 was the first one. Um, Joel, yep. <laughs> like, you know, weekend at Bernie's. You, have you seen this, Joe? Jonathan Silverman, Andrew McCarthy. I've watched That's this movie right. a million times. Oh, good. I love it. I'm saying right now, mm-hmm. I love it. Looking forward to seeing how I feel about it now. I haven't watched it in probably I 20 haven't either. years. Um, I have a feeling there are some parts of it that aren't going to hold up. <laughs> yeah. Very 80s. It won't hold up as good as Bernie's dead body. It, w- it holds will be barred. On this <laughs> oh, <movie>. my God. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. But, yeah, that's right. Next week, join us for Weekend at Bernie's. Danny, thank you so much, oh, man. Thanks for having me. This Had was a awesome. Great, great time. Uh, thank you, Jeff, as always. Joel? Yes. Always a pleasure. Honor's mine. And uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs> Four weekend at Bernie's. Take it easy. What's that smell? You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.